Hello and welcome to Zach's Corner, your favorite show right here on Body Snatch. With your host, as always, Zach. Uh, this is a uh, late night, or uh, what do we call it? It's Zach's Corner after dark, right? Because <laughs> we try to make it sound as seductive as possible whenever I do these uh, really late at night. It is 10.52 p.m. on uh, July 30th. And I realized, um, <laughs> haven't done one of these in a while. <laughs> and uh, I was flipping through the old uh, Rolodex in the brain on uh, movies I wanted to watch. And if they intersected with a podcast. And uh, one did. So I figured let's do a Zach's Corner because it's been a while. Um, I'm not doing great. <laughs> if I can just... Be brutally honest with you guys. Not doing great between the ears. A lot of things going on. A lot of things in flux. And I'm kind of uh, white knuckling through life right now. Not doing good, man. Took a lot of losses in a row. You know what I mean? It's never good to pile up losses. And uh, then you start to just spiral. And then uh, you try to grab onto anything you can so it doesn't take you away. And uh, I've been grabbing at air. <laughs> for a while. Uh, but... Uh, at least I landed on doing a podcast, so, you know. It's like, you know, when you're trying to tread water in a pool. You know, you, you get tired, so you dunk down a little bit, and then it shocks you to come back to the surface. So, like, I'm back on the surface, currently treading water again. And so, uh, we figured we'd use these brief moments <laughs> to get in a podcast. That was a lot darker than it should have been. I'm sorry, guys. I'm fine. Look, I'm fine. We're all fine. Everybody's fine. I hope you guys are fine, too. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I've kind of been on a little bit of a mental break. And so uh, that means the podcast got neglected. Sorry if, uh, you know, you guys were missing it. And if it inconvenienced you, that's, that's my bad, guys. I know. I promise you, weekly show, I don't deliver a weekly show. It's kind of shitty. But uh, every once in a while, man, you just got to... Just gotta take a break, you know? And uh, so I, I took a little bit of a break. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I'm not all the way back, so it might be touch and go over the next couple weeks too. But I'm gonna do my best, alright? That's all we can do in life is our best. Oh, man. I'm struggling to even do this one. I am so sorry, guys. This cannot be good audio. <laughs> Unless you guys are like a misanthropic and you, you go by the whole schadenfreude thing, right? We're, uh, you know, happy and the misfortunate of others, right? So maybe this is fun in that way. <laughs> That's right. Avenue Q joke just for all my people that care. All my, uh, all my theater folk there. <sighs> all right. Let's get to fun facts. Speaking of theater, interesting facts. Uh, this is, of course, a, oh, I guess I should do what the movie title is. G. Wilkers, it has been a while, kids. Um, this week on Zack's Corner, we did one of my favorite movies ever. Uh, this is always in the arsenal of uh, feel-good movies that just help me melt away and feel happy. Uh, and uh, this is 10 Things I Hate About You. This is going to be much like Clueless in the fact that you guys are going to be like, why is a near 30-year-old man <laughs> talking about movies like this? Because, honestly, these are the types of movies that make me happy. <laughs> and uh, I, I need to feel happy. So, <laughs> I 
we did 10 things I hate about you and uh, it's a uh, adaptation of William Shakespeare's uh, Taming of the True or if you're uh, friends with him like I am and like my uh, theater professor Biggs was uh, you know you call him Billy Shakes so you know just saying <laughs> Um, and then this movie stars just a stupendous cast. Of course, we have Heath Ledger. Uh, and, you know, Julia Stiles is in this. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in this. We get someone who's probably not a big draw to anybody other than me and, you know, the old people and other people that watch Numbers. But David Krumholtz is in this movie, and I love that guy. Uh, Allison Janney, she shows up for a little bit to play the guidance counselor, Miss Perky. And uh, Gabrielle Union... You know, who still looks exactly the same in 2021 as she did in 1999, is also in this movie. <laughs> so there's a lot of people, and uh, it's a fun one. So this was released March 31st, 1999. We had a budget of $30 million. The gross in the USA was $38 million. So they made their money back in the States, which is cool. And then worldwide, they made $53 million. So they got, you know more money out of it so they almost doubled it so that's pretty good right not bad day at the office um our director for this is Gil younger junger i don't know i'm not good with names you guys know this by now uh he did the martin lawrence classic black knight if anybody's seen that one and then looks like he mostly did uh like tv like he did episodes of like uh I think it said, like, the Golden Girls and, like, Dharma and Greg and, like, stuff like that. And then, uh, of course, he was involved in the spinoff, or I guess it is a spinoff. They made 10 Things They Had About You into its own TV show to very little fanfare and success, I'm sure. <laughs> I think the only person that tried to watch it was my brother. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that's all the fun facts we got for you. Um, let's see, what's next? I guess, yeah, just get into it. All right, six minutes in, and we're just now getting into it because I had to try to do some free therapy at the top of the show. <laughs> Boy, I don't know why you guys still listen, but I adore you, and I appreciate you, and I thank you for, for being there for your old buddy, Zach, you know. Just knowing that I'm not talking to myself like a lunatic in my room makes me feel a lot better. <laughs> I know there's like four people that will listen to this, and those four people, thanks man, you, you keep me going. <laughs> Alright, so uh, it doesn't say this, but uh, this movie takes place in Seattle, because uh, the first scene of 10 Things I Hate About You is a wide shot of the city of Seattle, you see the Space Needle, and that's always the dead giveaway. <laughs> and then, you know, we get like the title card, and we're getting like this really great like pop music, you know, and uh, then we see... Uh, cat driving and the uh, music suddenly changes <laughs> and it's like you know it's uh joan jett's bad reputation playing which is like yeah because that's how you show that you're that you're a badass and i know i said that kind of jokingly but joan jett's the fucking best and if you don't love joan jett we can't be friends fun fact <laughs> <laughs> then you know we just kind of get a look around the high school and then uh, we see cameron and uh, he's the new student and he's in Miss Perky's office, and uh, she's the guidance counselor, and she's very disinterested in her job. She's more interested in writing her erotic novel, and that's very fun. 
And this is something I didn't notice in this movie. Uh, she's in there very briefly. And this is something I've noticed in general with movies that I love watching. Uh, when you watch them recreationally uh, versus trying to do them on the podcast, you don't realize like how quickly things happen in the movies. Like this movie's only like 97 minutes, right? So it's an hour and a half. Now I never realized like how rapidly everything happens. Like when you're watching it just like for fun, like I think everything like flows very nicely. But then like when you're watching it, like breaking it down, you know, like dissecting it more like analytically, right? Not that we get very analytical on this show, but you start to like realize like how fastly everything changes, right? Like everything's fine. Everything's bad. Everything's fine. Like very rapidly, you know? And I don't think it's something that like I noticed for myself, like when I watch it, not for the podcast. So I felt that was kind of interesting. <laughs> Anyway, so Miss Perky's telling Cameron, you know, about the school. She's like, it's like every other school you've been to, you know, full of know-it-all shit for brains. And, you know, she's very, like, dismissive. And as he's leaving, uh, uh, Patrick Barona, he comes in. And, uh, you know, he got in trouble for exposing himself in the lunchroom uh, using a bratwurst, which is very amusing to Miss Perky. And she writes it into her romance novel. <laughs> And then we see Cameron. He goes to meet Michael to get the tour of the school. And uh, Michael gives us a breakdown of the school. You know, he's talking about all the different cliques that we're going to get and all that. And then they run into Bianca. And Cameron's, like, immediately smitten. He thinks she's, like, the greatest girl ever. And then, uh, you know, Michael's kind of, like, trying to tell him to just brush it off. Don't worry about it. And then Michael walks by his friend group that he's been kicked out of. And he's like, don't worry, I've got revenge. It was a hostile takeover, but I'm going to get him back. So it's pretty funny. Then we get a little bit of background that uh, Bianca is Kat's sister. And then uh, both the sisters, they're not allowed to date. Like, that's just kind of like a general rule. Like, everybody knows it. Like, they can't date because their dad's like, you know, super like, hey, man, not uh right? Because he's a doctor. More specifically, like, right, he's like, uh, he, he delivers babies. And so he doesn't want them you know, getting knocked up, which makes sense if you're, you know, delivering underage chicks, babies all day, you probably don't want your kids to be in that position, so. <sighs> and then uh, we go to an English class of Kat, and, uh, you know, she's very opinionated, you know, she's got a comment on everything, and then we meet our douchebag of our movie, which is Joey, and he'll be the problem child throughout, and uh, they're kind of arguing, and, you know, the the teacher seems like he's very broken down. Like, he's just, like, been worn over by this, you know, the whole time. He's just kind of sick of, like, uh, you know, Cat's attitude. And then uh, Patrick, he's in this class, and he shows up. He's like, what did I miss? And then Cat uh, explains, like, what, what they were talking about. And he's like, cool, thanks. And then, like, he leaves right away. <laughs> and the teacher's name is Mr. Morgan. And he sends Kat to uh, the guidance counselor's office. Because, you know, you're pissing me off. See you later. And so then Kat, she goes to Miss Perky. And she tells her, essentially, you know, you got to stop being such a bitch. <laughs> and that's a pretty funny moment. <laughs> and then um, we're seeing Joey. And he's talking with his friends about Bianca. And, you know, how he wants to bang her. And then uh, they're like, you want to make a bet? And he's like, no, no. I'm going to do this one for fun. So he's already clearly a scumbag. <laughs> And then we're back to Cameron and Michael, and they're talking again about Bianca. And then uh, Cameron, he has it bad. And, uh, you know, Michael says, you know, you just got to let it go. And then Cameron's like, I'm going to go for it. And then he has a poorly thought out plan of he's going to he's gonna tutor her in French. She needs a French tutor. So, you know, that's Cameron's in. 
I think it's an admirable attempt. <laughs> and then um, Bianca and her friend Chastity, uh, they get a ride home from Joey, and he's like, fancy car, and you know, he's a total dick about it, and then you see Michael and Cameron talking, and then uh, Michael tells Cameron, he points out Cat in the parking lot, and he's like, that's your girlfriend's sister, like, you know. So, good luck, right? Or whatever. And then Michael drives off, and he drives off of a hill, crashes his, like, uh, little dirt bike, <laughs> and then he stands up, I, he's okay! And, like, the crowd cheers. It's a really funny moment. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then we're at home, and then we see Kat reading a book, and then the dad comes home, and then uh, Bianca follows in. And, you know, Kat finds out she's accepted the school she wanted to go to, which is Sarah Lawrence, which is on the East Coast. And the dad has a problem with this because, you know, so far across the whole country. You know, I thought you wanted to go to school where I went, right? Go to UW, be a husky like me. <laughs> I can quote this movie endlessly. It's one of the uh, one of the movies that I just adore. <laughs> My whole family does. I don't think there's, like, honestly, probably a day. But let's just say generally, like, a week where this movie isn't quoted in my house. Like, I'm dead serious. Like, that's how much we talk about it. <laughs> and uh, the dad's, like, just, like, a well of, like, quotes. Like, it's the best. <laughs> and so Kat, she changes the subject off of her onto Bianca. And she's like, aren't you going to worry about who drove uh, Bianca home? He's like, don't change the who. Who drove you home? <laughs> it's so funny. And then the dad, you know, he freaks out and he gives the house rules, right? He's like, rule number one, no dating till you graduate. Rule number two, no dating till you graduate. Then, you know, he's lecturing them about dating and pregnancy, and then, you know, don't worry, dad. Like, cats, like, don't worry, dad. All the boys at this school suck. And then the dad, you know, he's like, you know what? There's going to be a new rule. Bianca can date when Cat dates. And he's very happy with himself, and it's really funny. And then uh, Bianca's like, she's a mutant. She's never going to date. And then the dad's like, then you'll never date. And I'll dream the deep slumbers of father of a father whose daughters aren't out being impregnated. <laughs> That's so funny. Then Cat and Bianca they argue, and then we're at a French lesson with uh, Cameron and Bianca, and uh, Cameron tries to ask her out, but Bianca explains the the rule, and then Cameron he's like, "Oh, I can help out. Don't worry." And then we get a little uh, background. Cat used to be popular, so that's interesting. Then Michael and Cameron. Uh, they're having interviews with prospective daters, and, uh, you know, they have no takers. And then later, they're in science class, and they see Patrick, who, what, lights up a cigarette in the middle of class while they're dissecting frogs. And they're like, hey, that guy's perfect. And then uh, Michael's like, you know, he tells all these tall tales, like, you know, how uh, he lit a state trooper on fire, right? <laughs> and how, uh, you know, he was in a porno or whatever. Like, he has, like, all these, like, things. And then Cameron's like, this guy's perfect. <laughs> And then, um, later in shop class, uh, Cameron approaches Patrick, who has a drill, and, uh, they don't talk, Patrick just drills a hole through his French book, and he's, like, he walks away. And then, uh, you know, they, they come to the realization that, you know, they can't get him to do it. They're gonna have to pay him to do it, and then, um, to get him to do it, they're gonna need a backer. And the backer would be someone who's stupid with money. <laughs> Enter Joey. <laughs> so Michael, he sets up the plan. He puts it in motion. And, uh, you know, he tells Joey, Hey, pay Patrick to date Kat so you can date Bianca. And Joey's like, what do you get? And then uh, Michael's like, I'm cool by association. 
and then Joey's in. Michael tells Cameron, you know, that while Joey sets up everything, Cameron can go in uh, trying to woo Bianca. So then the plan goes into motion. Uh, Joey approaches Patrick about dating Kat, and then Patrick says the price is 50 bucks after some haggling. And then Patrick approaches Kat after soccer practice, and it doesn't necessarily go great. <laughs> and then uh, Cameron's a little worried. The plan won't work. And then we see a scene where Kat and Bianca, they're talking. And, uh, you know, we're getting some exposition. We found out their mom left three years ago. And then uh, later we see attempt number two for Patrick outside of a record store. And uh, his, his witty banter is just not working for Kat. She's not into it. And while they're talking, Joey pulls up behind Kat's car and he just parks there, like blocking her in her parking space. And then uh, she's like, do you mind? And then Joey's like, nope. And so then Kat puts her car in reverse and backs into Joey's car. <laughs> and then the next scene we get, well, before that, uh, Kat, she just looks around. She's like, oops. And the next thing we get is the dad yelling, oops, oops, my insurance doesn't cover PMS. It's very funny. So he's furious, and then um, then they talk a little bit more about things, and they're talking more about the college, and Kat's just mad in general, because she's like, I don't want you making my decisions for me. Like, I want to make my decisions. And the dad's like, like you're only 18. <laughs> he's like, you don't know what you want? By the time you know what you want, you'll be 45, and then you'll be too old to have it. And it makes me laugh really hard. <laughs> and then the dad, because he's a doctor, right? Like, he gets called to work. And then uh, Bianca, she comes in mad about the car, and then her and Kat kind of fight a little bit. Then we're seeing Patrick and Joey. They're talking again. And uh, Patrick decides he's going to up the price to 100 a date. And he wants the money in advance. And then uh, Michael and Cameron, uh, they go to help Patrick. Right? They're trying to give him, uh, you know, a way in. They give him a flyer for a party. Uh, that's happening Friday night. And, um, you know, that's the perfect place to take Kat. And the... <laughs> The flyer is Michael's revenge for him getting kicked out of his group. The the dick in his group, Bowie uh, Lowenstein, I think is what the guy, the kid's name is. Uh, you know, they 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 they're gonna throw a party at his house, <laughs> and so that's really funny. And then there's like they're in a school with like multiple uh, floors, and so they just drop all these flyers down these staircases, so everybody in school has like these flyers. So it's gonna be quite the soiree. Nobody says soiree anymore, and they definitely should. That's all I'm saying. And then uh, we see Joey and Bianca. They talk about the party. And then Cameron and Bianca, they talk about the party. And uh, then, you know, trying to get intel about Kat, you know, to try to help out Patrick, to, you know, in his pursuits. And uh, we find out she's not a fan of smoking. And uh, Patrick smokes, obviously. We've seen him smoke several times throughout the movie. And then uh, Bianca and um, Cameron, they go through Kat's room. And uh, they find her class schedule, her reading list, you know, CDs and concerts. And then uh, Bianca pulls out her underwear, and it's black. And she's like, you don't have black underwear unless you want someone to see it. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> Maybe it is. <laughs> I have black underwear, so I guess I plan for people to see it. <laughs> I, or does it only apply to women? I don't know. <laughs> I just thought the, fun, the thought of me being is sexy, but it, it doesn't matter. I guess it's not that funny. <laughs> Guys, I'm losing it. It's not good. <laughs> and then um, Cameron and Michael, uh, they meet up with Patrick to give him the intel, uh, you know. 
and uh, you know he's he's not really into it and then they tell him the underwear thing and then he seems very interested like he picks up real find out like real quick right and then uh, they tell him that cat's uh, favorite band will be playing at this place called club skunk tomorrow night and he's got to be there and then uh, next night patrick goes to the club and he tries again and uh, this time does a little better he gets a maybe and it's after uh, you know he's talking her up a little bit telling her about you know he likes the same bands and then uh, he embarrasses himself which is really great he's telling her you know when i saw you dancing out there i've never seen you look so sexy and as he says sexy like it gets dead quiet because it's in between songs and everyone starts laughing because it's like a really funny moment <laughs> and uh you know cat she laughs about it and then that uh, he's like you know maybe you know so there you go and then um <laughs> we're night of the party and we see bianca and chastity they're trying to sneak out of the house and the dad is just sitting in his recliner his back's to the staircase and he's like should have used the window which is so fucking funny and then um he's all telling her you can't go and then uh you know Cat's not going, you can't go. And then Cat's like, yeah, I'm not gonna go. The parties are stupid. And then, you know, Bianca, she tries to convince her. And then, um, you know, she says yes. And then the dad, he pulls out this pregnancy belly, like it's a faux belly. And he's like, I want you to wear the belly, right? He tells us to Bianca. Not all night, just around the house. So she's wearing this fake belly as Patrick shows up. And Cat's like, what are you doing here? And Patrick's like, I thought I said 9.30. And she's like, fine, I'll drive. And then he looks into the house and he sees Bianca and he's like, who knocked up your sister? <laughs> it's a very funny moment. And so then they leave and then uh, the dad, you know, he lays down the rules, you know, no drinking, no drugs, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he's like, Jesus, I'm giving them ideas. <laughs> and then, um, then we see Cameron and Michael, they're getting ready at uh, Michael's house. And then we're at the party and there's so many people. And that the, the nerds, they're not prepared for what's about to happen to them. <laughs> then, you know, Michael, he's kind of mingling and he strikes out. And then we see Joey and Kat have a, you know, like a strong interaction. Like, Kat's like, stay away from my sister. And Joey's like, can't promise you'll stay away from me. And then, you know, people are kind of wrecking the house. And then we see Joe and Bianca. They're, you know, going off together. And Kat's real worried about this. And so she starts taking shots, and Patrick is concerned about her, and he's following her around the party as she starts to take more and more shots. And then uh, Cameron, he talks to Bianca, who kind of blows him off. And then while he's trying to talk, Joey comes and he interrupts, and then uh, he takes Bianca away. And then Cameron's sad that the plan didn't work. And then uh, Joey starts to bore Bianca with his talk of his modeling. Like, she's clearly not interested, so she kind of walks away. And then her and Cameron pass each other. And Cameron's, like, annoyed, so he just walks away. He doesn't talk to her. And then, uh, you know, Bianca's trying to kind of leave, you know, with Chastity. Chastity, like, kind of wants to stay. And then uh, we see Patrick following Cat around more. And uh, she's hammered by this point. And uh, she climbs onto a table as uh, Notorious B.I.G. Hypnotize starts to play, which is a great song. And, uh... She's dancing and everyone's like watching her in the party. And then she smacks her head on the chandelier. She passes out. And Patrick catches her as she falls. And then he's trying to wake her up because he's worried that she'll have a concussion. And he takes her outside. He's kind of shaking her and Cameron approaches uh, Patrick. And Patrick's like, dude, I don't really have time for this, you know? And then uh, Patrick, he gives him some advice, right? He's like, look, if you like this girl, right? And if she's worth all the trouble, then go for it. Don't let, you know, Joey dictate, you know, what you deserve, right? Like, if you if you want it, go for it. 
and then uh, Patrick he takes uh, he takes Cat home. <laughs> and then um, we see outside Joey. He invites Bianca to another party, and she passes. And then Chastity goes with Joey. And then uh, Cameron he walks out. Then Bianca asks Cameron for a ride home. And then uh, we see Patrick. He's driving Cat home. And, uh, you know, she says that uh, she wants to start a band. It's really funny because, like, she's really drunk. It's good. And, uh, you know, they, they have really good conversations, right? And then uh, they get to the house and they almost kiss, but Patrick stops her because, you know, she's hammered. And he's, like, obviously doesn't want to take advantage of her, you know? And, I mean, you know, so. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he, he says a really complimentary thing, right? Because, um, Cat's always like, oh, it's all about Bianca. Like, everyone only cares about Bianca. And then uh, Patrick's like, he's like, she's not even, she doesn't even compare to you. Like, essentially, right? Like, Patrick's like, putting over Cat. He's like, you know, you're the one that people should care about. It's a really sweet moment. And then uh, when he doesn't kiss her, Cat gets mad. And then she gets out of the car. <clears throat> and then um, Cameron, he drops off Bianca. And he's kind of lecturing her, you know, kind of like, you know, telling her that she's kind of stuck up, right? Like, he's like, I've always been nice to you and like, you don't even give me the time of day. Like, all you do is care about this jerk Joey. And then uh, Bianca kisses Cameron and they have like this uh, really great moment. She gets out of the car and then Cameron's really excited. And then the next day, you know, uh, we're back in Kat's uh, English class and they're all giving her shit for the party. And then we get an assignment uh, to rewrite a certain Shakespeare sonnet. And then Cat uh, likes the assignment, and she still gets bounced from class. It's a really funny moment. And then we see Cameron and Bianca. Uh, they see each other in the hall, and they're smiling at each other. So they're really connecting. And then uh, we see Michael. Uh, he's going to Cat's friend uh, for information. Uh, you know, to find out like you know what Cat thinks of you know Patrick. And then we see Cameron and Patrick talking about the plan. And then Michael comes to tell them that Cat's really pissed. And then Cat <laughs> guns a soccer ball at the group of them sitting there. And it's really funny. And then Cat um, uh, and her friend, they're talking about the prom and how Cat, uh, she doesn't want to go. And we see Joey and Bianca talk. And Bianca isn't interested. And then uh, Joey wants to take her to the prom. And then we see Joey, he pays Patrick 300 bucks in advance to take Cat to prom. And then uh, you can see Patrick's a little hesitant. And then we get like a little montage of, uh, you know, Kat. She's playing a guitar, you know, at a music shop. And Patrick walks up and he doesn't quite talk to her yet. And then she's at a bookstore. And then uh, Patrick then decides he's going to talk to her. You know, it's a little stalkery. But, you know, it's fine because it's in pursuit of love, I guess. Right? You know, you get that little bit of gray area, right? <laughs> Where in like the 90s, I think it was courtship, in, uh, in the 2020s, I think it's uh, stalking and uh, harassment, uh, Patrick's uh, wooing methods. So, it's, you know, just different times, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. And so they're, they're talking in the bookstore, and there's kind of like an argument, and like Kat's still kind of mad at him. And then, um, you know, Patrick, he talks to Michael Cameron, you know, about the situation. And then what we see next is Patrick, he's giving money to a guy, and then he gets on the PA, the PA system on the athletic field, and then he decides that he's going to serenade Cat, uh, who's at soccer practice. 
and it's fantastic. He does the, uh, you're just too good to be true. Can't keep my eyes off of you. <laughs> right, like he does that song, and it's fabulous. He's such a great singer. I don't know if it's actually Heath Ledger singing, but I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. That guy's uber talented. So we'll say that. Guy's got a, you know, he's got a gold statue, for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> so he runs around from the security guards who trying to tackle him. And then uh, he ends up in detention. And uh, the teacher overseeing detention is Cat's soccer coach, so that's convenient. And that has a really funny moment where uh, the, 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 the coach, he confiscates pot from this kid who's obviously a stoner. And then as he's walking back up to his desk, he sees a kid with uh, Cheetos, and right? And he's like, this too. And so he confiscates the Cheetos. It's so funny. So then Cat comes in to distract the coach. And she's trying to get Patrick to go for the window. And, uh, you know, the floorboards are squeaking, so it's kind of not working. And so then she's like, uh, you know, I got to get you to, you know, we got the soccer team we got to beat, and I have the perfect plan. And he's like, what's that? She's like, misdirection. And he's like, what? And then she flashes the coach, so he looks at her, and then Patrick's able to climb out the window. And then she gets all embarrassed, and then she's like, now that you've seen the plan, I'm going to go show someone else. <laughs> so then her and Patrick, they go kind of like on a date. Uh, you know, they do some of the paddle boat things, and then they do this really awesome looking uh, paintball thing. To where it's not like guns, it's more like water balloons, but it's with paint. Which seems like that'd be way more fun than the guns, because I don't think that would hurt. Whereas, like, you know, the guns, they leave welts and bruises. So I, I'd be very interested, actually, to do this type of paintballing. I don't know where you'd find it, but it seems like a lot of fun. That's something I would definitely like to do. <laughs> Just a brief aside, I guess, on what I like as leisure activities. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, it's going great. You know, they, they kiss after the after the paintball fight. It's really great. And then they're sitting outside of Kat's house. And then Patrick tries to get her to go to prom. And uh, she doesn't want to go. And she's like, what are your motives to get me to go to prom? Like, why do you want this so bad? And he's like, what, I just can't, like, want to be with you, right? And then uh, he pulls out a cigarette because, you know, he wants to smoke. And then she slaps the cigarette away as she goes inside of the house. And so she's real pissed off. All right. Then we get to Cameron and Bianca. They're having a French lesson. And then in French, uh, Bianca questions why he hasn't asked her out yet. And he doesn't know French, as has been established. So he's, like, scouring the book for answers of what she just said as she, uh, she walks away from the table. It's a very cute moment. And then uh, in Kat's friend's locker, uh, she sees a dress and an invitation to prom. So her friend's real excited because she wants to go even though Kat doesn't want to go. And then we see the dad, uh, he's working out, and then uh, Bianca asks if she can go to prom, and the dad, like, reiter reiterates the rule, you can't go unless your sister does. Like, he's very against it, you know. And then uh, Bianca's upset, and then uh, Kat, she tries to comfort her, and then Kat tells Bianca, you know, about a past relationship with, that she had with Joey. Uh, you know, that he was, like, a total jerk, but, like, they banged anyway, and it was right after their mom left, so she was confused, and... Everybody was having sex, so she did too. And then when she didn't want to anymore, uh, Joey broke up with her. And Bianca's like, how come I've never heard of this before? And then <laughs> Bianca says, because he has a small dick, and I threatened to tell the cheerleading school, like the cheerleading squad that he did if he said anything. So it's a really funny moment. And then uh, Bianca kind of yells at Kat. She's like, 
you know, I'm not going to make the same mistakes as you did. And then uh, Kat's like, I'm just trying to protect you. And so, like, they argue, and then, you know, Bianca kicks Kat out of her room. And then uh, we get, like, a little bit of a scene of Kat. Uh, you know, she sees Bianca being mopey, and she decides, I got to go to prom to make my sister happy. So that's what she does. Kat's going to go to prom. And then um, Kat, she leaves. She tells her dad, like, I'm going to prom. And then you hear the door close. And then Bianca comes downstairs, and the dad intercepts her, and uh, she's like, I'm going to prom. And dad's like, I've been hearing that word a lot recently. And he's just kind of shocked by everything that's happening. And Cameron shows up, and then he takes her uh, out to prom. And then dad yells out to Cameron, I know every cop in town, bucko. It's very funny. <laughs> and so then we're at the prom, and uh, it's a normal prom, I suppose. I think it's well documented on the show. I did not go to prom, so I have no idea what it was like. <laughs> We'd have to get our field reporter Dutch to let us know those details. Uh, and then Kat, she meets Patrick there, and uh, you know she apologizes for questioning his motives. Like, you know, obviously you wanted to be here. Like, you didn't have a reason to be here, and so it's like, oof, you already know this is gonna go bad, right? <laughs> and then we see Joey shows up at Bianca's house, and the dad just slams the door in his face. <laughs> very funny. And then we're back at the prom, and everyone's having a great time, and then uh, we hear the song play, and uh, it's it's um, Kat's favorite band. Like, Patrick paid for them to play one song at the, at the prom, so that's pretty cool. And then uh, Bianca, she goes to the bathroom, she runs into Chastity, and then uh, she's kind of extra bitchy to Bianca, and she says, Joey just wanted to nail you. That's the only reason he wanted to bring you to prom. And then we see Joey, who goes to Monkey Wrench, everything's going fine. He blows up the plan uh, with Patrick, and he says, I didn't pay you to dig out Cat so some cheese dick could snake Bianca from me. And of course, Cat's standing right there because they're dancing, and then Cat gets really pissed at all this information, and then she runs off. And then Joey, he tries to go fight Cameron, and he punches Cameron in the face, and then Bianca kicks his ass. Like, she kicks Joey's ass. She punches him once in the face for her making her date bleed, once for her sister, and then she knees him in the ball. <laughs> she said, that's for me. It's really great. Then she picks up Cameron, and then they kiss. It's a really fun moment, you know. <laughs> and uh, I, I like it because, you know, Cameron, right, he's the damsel in distress in this situation. I, I kind of really like that. I think it's really cute. <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> We see Patrick and Kat, they're fighting, and then, uh, you know, Patrick tries to explain, uh, you know, that I really liked you, like, you know, I, you know, I only did it for the money, you know, because it was money, like, who gives a shit, he's like, but I really, really care about you, and then Kat's like, you can shove it, like, I don't believe you, right, and so she's really pissed off, and then we see the next day, Bianca, she goes sailing with Cameron, and then the dad and Kat, they have a really fun talk, and, uh, you know, he's talking about how you know, as a parent, you don't want to see your kids like get to the point where they don't need you, right? Because then, you know, you become a spectator in their life instead of, you know, being in a park participant. And he says, when you're off on the, you know, other side of the country, I want to be able to watch the game. And then, uh, you know, he's like, you know, proud of her and everything. And then they hug. It's a really sweet moment. And then uh, we go to the English class and uh, we get to the, the reading of the Shakespeare poem. And uh, Kat, she reads her poem, and Patrick's actually in class this time, and the poem's definitely about him. And while she's reading this poem, uh, she starts to cry, 
And then, uh, yeah, she runs off. Then she goes out to her car, and in the guitar, in the car, in the front seat, is the guitar she was playing from earlier. It's sitting in the front seat, and then Patrick shows up, and, you know, she's like, how could you afford this? And he's like, some asshole paid me a lot of money to take out this really great girl. So it's like a really sweet thing. And then, you know, uh, you know, they kiss, and then, uh, you know, he's like, it was supposed to be, like, an arrangement, you know, he's like, but I, I, you know, I screwed up, and, like, I actually fell for the girl. And so, like, they're, like, really happy. And then I love the thing. <laughs> she pushes him off, you know, from the kiss, and she's like, you can't just buy me a guitar every time you make me mad. And he's <laughs> he's like, yeah, you know, there's always, you know, drums, a keyboard, and maybe someday a tambourine. And that's a really funny moment. And then uh, we get the end credits. So there you go. So that was uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. A really, really fun movie. And uh, I really hope you guys love that movie because I know I love that movie. Um, yeah. So I know it's been a long time since we've had a Zach's Corner, but I hope this was a, a good one, you know? To give you to make make up for it. Um, I'm going to try to do better, as I always say. But clearly, I don't know how to do better. <laughs> it's imperfect, guys. You know, I... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to leave it at that. We don't need any more... Uh, the doctor will see you now. We don't need any more moments <laughs> like that. What I can tell you is the pod people are working on us. A very, very, very exciting new projects. Uh, one I cannot tell you about, the other I can tell you about. So we're a couple years uh, into this thing, and uh, Dutch has finally started to uh, upload past uh, episodes to YouTube. Uh, it's still just audio, because we never filmed this thing, because as we always lovingly joke, everyone but Tomas has a face for radio. Uh, so it's just the audio clips, but uh, the first one's up. We we have Invasion of the Body Snatchers available on YouTube. So it's just one more place where you guys can catch your favorite pod people show. And uh, yeah, so real excited. I'll link to the YouTube there. I'll link to our other anchor page if you guys are new and you want more from the awesome pod people. And then uh, I'll always link to the Facebook where you can interact with us. Tell us what you want to see next. You know, and uh, yeah, so you do that by going to Facebook, get in the search engine, you go at DTZ the pod people, then you can comment on this link, you can send us a message through Facebook, or you can find our email through Facebook, and you let us know what you want in Zach's Corner. And I will hopefully do more episodes of Zach's Corner more frequently, instead of, you know, three weeks apart. <laughs> um, as always, I love you guys, I want you all to take care. And uh, I realize that I'm probably not the only one not doing great. So whatever you guys are going through, I hope you guys are okay. And just know you're not going through it alone, all right? You always have somebody there for you, all right? Lean on the people around you. They're there for a reason. People love you. You're fine. We're all going to be okay, all right? <laughs> Rainy days are why we appreciate sunshine, right? So we just got to remember that. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I'll see you guys very soon. This was 10 Things I Hate About You on Zach's Corner. And I will see you later, man. Bye.